What's up, Cubs? What did you say? Forget it, dude. That's all the sign we needed. Beat him up. Beat him up. Beat him up. Happy Monday. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. What's up, Cubs? Welcome back to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. I'm your host, VJ Julio. This is episode 68. Welcome back to the den. As always, thank you for clicking in. I mean, we got to come to grips with the fact of something. We have to come to grips with the fact that it just keeps getting better. You know, shit just keeps getting better. I mean, look at your mans, right? Is he back in the chair? Yep. He's back in the chair. Did he change the aesthetic of the chair by draping one of his daughter's blankets over it because it was fuzzy and pink and cute? And he said, that's about the right vibe. And then he did that. Yes. But he's also wearing Lululemon sweats. Shit just keeps getting better. Oh, what's that in his right ear? Where's the beats? Uh-oh. Is that an AirPod Pro Bluetoothed to his MacBook Pro? Is he a pro? What, it's, uh, did he sign a contract? No. No, I didn't do that. Probably never will. Probably never will. But shit just keeps getting better. You know? The content? That's beside the point. But the but the but the aesthetics. I mean, they keep getting better. Am I more out of shape right now than I have ever been in my entire 29 years? Yes. But the, but the, but the aesthetics of the purchasables, you know, the consumerisms of the podcast. I mean, dude, fuzzy pink chair. <laughs> you got an Apple watch on? <laughs> Is that an AirPod Pro in his ear? Is he doing this whole thing through a MacBook Pro? Is he behind on bills? And this is all fucking ridiculous to even talk about because he's behind on bills because he's behind on bills. Yeah. But shit just keeps getting better. Okay, babe, we're going to get this shit on and pop and we're going to have a really good time. Okay, we're going to have a really good time. My spirits are high. Okay, my spirits are high and I'm large and in charge and looking for chickies, which isn't true. And that's another one of those things that my dad used to say, dude. Sometimes I circle back and I go, how many things do I say on a daily basis that's just repeats from when I was eight and I heard my dad say it, you know, like large and in charge and looking for chickies. Also, my entire family, when I was younger, used to sing a song. They would rap to me and my dad would do it pretty much every single year that I was, you know, a child, every single year, every single day, I should say, when I was a child. And it, he would act like he was beatboxing. And then I got older and I learned what beatboxing was. And I was like, oh, my dad has never beatboxed a day in his life. But he would go, his name is VJ Julio, and he's here to say, can't keep a beat. He's the toughest kid in the USA. He loves to wrestle, and he loves to fight. Here's the weird part. Loves to pick up girls on a Saturday night. I'm sex. <laughs> and that's stuck in my brain. You know how many things are stuck in my brain from childhood? Just embedded in there. And here's here's a little hint. It's not the Pythagorean theorem, okay? Sine, cosine, and tangent. I know the words. Zero fucking percent idea what they mean anymore, okay? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I know that because of memes on the internet, not from actual knowledge, okay? I don't 
remember anything. But do you want me to word for word the elevator scene on Liar Liar with Jim Carrey? Any day of the week. Do you want me to sing an entire Neil Diamond song front to back? You got it. You know why? Because I've been an entertainer since day one. I've been an entertainer since day one. I've, I mean, all right, let's just get into something I did this week. I, we had to buy your man's dress clothes this week, okay? Why? Because he's a salesman now, okay? What does he sell? Don't worry about it. I'm not going to ever sell you anything. But he's a salesman now. He has He's going to a conference in Miami. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Act like you've been there before. It's not even a big deal. I'm flying there in a private jet. doesn't even matter, dude. You know, like going to a big wig conference with a bunch of rich guys in Miami where we talk about technology and stuff. And I had to wear, I had to buy nice clothes for it. <laughs> but it's like, act like you've been there. You know what I mean? You're flying in a private jet to Miami. Luxurious hotel stays. All accommodations. <laughs> wear a button down, you know? <laughs> Never been in a phase like this in my life. So it's super fucking weird. And I'm a little bit intimidated, but it's going to be fine because I'm great at talking. Okay? <laughs> but act like you've been there before. But dude, wifey and I, we're like lost fucking children at a theme park here. All right. It was like, okay, we got the babysitter over to the house. You and I are going to go get you dress clothes for this conference coming up because now all of a sudden you got to be profesh. And have you ever been profesh before? Never, not once in my entire life I've ever been profesh before. Okay. Everything that's trending career wise for me is just fucking right hook after right hook where I'm just trying to stay on my feet because I'm like, this is coming out of nowhere. And it's because I just happen to work for a company that values the fact that I care about people and I'm good at talking and my personality matches up with something that makes them believe that people enjoy being around me and now cashing in on it, okay? But right hook after right hook, okay? So much responsibility on the plate, burning the candle from all three ends and it's like, I'm just along for the ride. And one of these things is never had to be profesh before. I mean, you've heard every episode of this podcast at this point. Have I been professional once? No. I'm a professional talker, okay? But Jordan and I have to go get dress clothes for your mans, okay? Wifey and I are like, we're going to go get you duds to the fuck out, okay? We walk into the store. We go to the dress up section <laughs> in the fucking mall. We go to the mall and we're like, okay, well, now we're balling on a budget here because we're behind on bills, you know? Like, And to answer your question from before, these AirPod Pros were free. <laughs> and these Lululemon sweats I stole from my little brother Gunner, you know? He gave me a pair. This was when Jordan was on vacation in Idaho. I was there for a week. He gave me a pair of Lululemon sweats because he's got a plug. And then when Jordan got back to the house two weeks later, there were two pairs of Lululemon sweats in the bag because she grabbed another pair. She grabbed the pair that she thought he gave him, and I had already put the pair that he gave me in the bag that she was bringing back. So now I have two pairs of Lululemon pants. Zero percent chance he's ever getting them back, but I get to walk around and act like I can afford Lululemon pants, Okay. Also, I got these AirPods from work, so it's like, you know, but it, everything's improving. But we walk into the mall, okay? We go to the dress section, and I go, what are we buying? Like, what's the game plan here? And Jordan goes, I don't know. I've never had to dress you before. I don't know what goes with what. You've been wearing shorts slash sweats 
for the decade that we've been a couple. You know, you wear jeans when we go out to a date and you have one pair of jeans. So why the fuck do you think I know what I'm doing? And I go, makes a lot of sense, deals on wheels. Let's just start throwing some shit together, right? So we grabbed every shirt, you know, and we grabbed every color pant. And we went into the dressing room and the, and the dressing room had a sign on it that said, please only bring three items in. And we said, no. So we walk in with our 426 fucking clothing items. And then, like if it was in a video game, it would be with a thing in the loading screen when you're trying to dress your character and you're just swipe, 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 swipe. Shirts are coming on. Shirts are coming off. We didn't even have sex in the changing room, which has been a fantasy of mine since the time that I started having sex. We didn't do it because my wife respects other people. And I guess I just don't. So she spurred my advances. She said no. And I continued to put on clothes. And now your man has some outfits that... I hate to say it, I'm going to fucking slay it at the conference, okay? Now, the way this conference is set up, dude, it's like speed dating for companies. It's the wildest shit, and this is my first one, and everyone and their mother has said, this is the most stressful type of conference, and it's your first one. Okay, so I think I'm going to start cocaine to keep my energy up. It's speed dating. When you sign up for the conference, you get access to this app. And everyone that's going to the conference also has access to this app. You reach out to them. You schedule meetings with companies that you want to meet with. You have 15-minute time slots, and your entire day is filled out with meetings. So literally, it'll be like meeting with blank at table 42 this time to this time. And then right when that meeting's over, meeting with blank at table 36 this time to this time and that's my day dude i'm handing out business cards and i just got to be all i just got to be all smooth with it you know i got to make myself memorable so i'm going to run some things by you on on how to be memorable all right so this is going to be kind of stuffy slash full of guys that like money way too much like it's going to be only those two things it's going to be dorks in the industry that actually appreciate the industry, and there's going to be some snakes in the grass because they're salesmen, and they're going to be wearing Rolexes and shit. And I think what's going to set me apart is A, genuine conversational skills, and B, I'm going to do dance moves when I walk up to every single table. What do you think? I'm going to see walk to every single table. I'm going to do a spin move. I'm In my brain, I'm imagining them already sitting down waiting for their next meeting at the table. I'm their next meeting. And so I go, let's just say, for instance, like a guy's name is Dave or something. I go, Dave? And I point at him from about 15 feet away. And he goes, hey. And I, and, and, and I go, oh, I do like the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm the guy that's next. You know, the little chin up match the hand movement that people do when they recognize like, okay, we're on the same page. I'm going to do the hand up and then I'm going to go both hands to the waistline and I'm just going to start sea walking. I'm going to put my head down and my hand's going to slowly move to my head. And then once I sea walk into a distance where I'm three to four feet away from him, I'm going to do a spin move, cross my legs, do a spin move directly into an open handshake. And I'm going to shake his hand and I'm going to be like, Dave, what kind of business can we do together? Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to sell anything, but they'll never fucking forget me. You know? What do you think about that? Jordan said no. 
my boss said, give it a shot. So, I mean, it's up in the air on what I'm actually going to do. It's up in the air. God, I do love my job. It's been, it's been a very validating experience. These people are the shit. The shit. And just out of respect of the fact that this podcast isn't clean and we talk about, you know, illicit shit, like batting each other's junks around and everything like that, just reach down and just fucking start rustling around down there and shit like that. I don't throw the like name of that company that I work at and I don't even give you like the breakdown on what I do because out of respect for the people that I work for, because if I had to guess, they don't want a tie in, you know, they don't want a free shout out. They don't need the promotion from your mans to be like, hey, if you're interested in blank, you should contact blank because I work there. Anyway, let's talk about anal, you know, like I don't know if they would appreciate that tie in. And that's why you guys don't know what I do. But God, it is a great place. It is a great place. I'm a lucky I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy on all fronts, dude. And like I said, just keeps getting better better dude just keeps just keeps getting better every fucking day now guess what you know how when i show up home from work and gracie runs up she goes hi honey and she gave me a hug remember the remember the when she said no that one time that's the that's the time that sticks in my brain but i know that every single day when i come home from work i get to get greeted by my daughter and then i go find my other daughter and i scoop her up now guess what don't have to now i got two little girls every single day here's but here's the fucking best thing dude so right when you walk into the door from the garage i t- we we hung up a coat rack right there that's where i put my work bag and my work, if I'm wearing a jacket, I put my jacket there. So I kind of unload everything. I kick my shoes off right underneath the hook. And by the time that I'm done with that unloading process, Gracie's right here. So I scoop her up. I give her a hug and squeezes and kisses. And she goes, hi, honey. And I go, I miss you. And she goes, I missed you. Kisses. Oh, God. It makes my heart, like, melt. You know what? You know what happens when I start talking about my kids? They're upstairs sleeping while I'm recording this podcast. They're upstairs. So when I start talking about them, there is a like 60% part of me that goes, stop recording, go up and just fucking like rub their heads. Like I just, sorry, I got to go see my kids because I'm talking about them. Like that's, it's so inside my body at this point. But dude, so I'll scoop Gracie up, love on her and be like, I miss you. I missed you. And then she'll, she gives me the rundown. She gives me the rundown on her day. Or more like the rundown on everything that's happened in the last 30 minutes. She'll be like, mommy, outside, pool. And I'll be like, oh, did you play in the water with mommy? Like in a little, you know, we don't have a pool in the backyard. Like I said, behind on bills. But, (laughs) and I'll be like, you went outside? And she'll be like, outside, puppies, meme, kio, sissy. And I'll be like, oh, you were all outside playing? Yeah color she has like the sidewalk chalk that she uses on her little back area out the back door color pig color yeah snack and i'm just like wow okay now while gracie's filling me in on her day i hear just ever so subtly right ever so subtly 
Now, this whole th- this whole process takes place over about a minute and a half to two minutes. The loveys and then the pull away and I'm holding her and she's telling me about her whole day. That the, From the unloading, from the time I walk through the door to the time that this next part happens is about two minutes, which is also one of my favorite things. Gracie will be filling me in on her day and I just hear gets a little bit louder right so in the middle of Gracie filling me in on her day I feel a little hand on my shin so what's been happening is my little mover and groover Charlotte K also her daddy you know but she can't sprint like her older sister it takes her about two minutes to get from the living room through the kitchen and to that entrance that I walk in at the garage by the coat rack takes her about two minutes to get there And so by the time Gracie's filling me in, she's there, and I fill her little hand. So, dude, I got two baby fucking princess angel queens that just run to dad when I get home. I got two now just running to dad. Whatever. (laughs) She's going as fast as she can, but she can't crawl very fast. And it's just, and when she's zooming, she just, she's like a bat. When she's crawling, when she has somewhere to go, she's all echolocation. She keeps her head down and she's like, I hear where he's at. I'm going to just get there as fast as I can. And it's stomp, 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 head down, head down. (laughs) Keep your head down and just keep fucking trucking through life. You know what I mean? That's my little Charlotte K girl. Head down, crawl, crawl, crawl. And then once she sees my feet, she looks up, grabs my shin and starts doing the crawl up to her feet to stand up while holding my legs so I go okay I gotta love on sissy and I give Gracie a kiss and I set her down and I scoop Charlotte girl up and then I just love on those chubby cheeks dude it just gets better I mean this is like I don't know I had a very validating week y'all and you know those are the weeks that matter it feels good to be validated feeling validated in work feel validated in you know, my home life and everything. And it's very nice. You want to, I want to show you guys something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the shit that my wife sends me. And here's the deal, ladies, if you have a man that what we're going to watch pertains to, send it to him, send it to him. And underneath it, put, this is you, because that's what my wife did this week. And I, I didn't cry because the video is about being a man. I didn't cry, but it hit me so fucking hard in the heart that I was like, doing something right, doing something right. It's just validating. You want to validate your partner? You got a man's holding it down, being a good person, loyal, faithful, true and honest. Send him this fucking video. The title of the video is called The Difference Between Nice Guys and Good Men. Okay. Now, if you got a little fuck boy nice guy, send him this video and say, this is you. And then see which one he responds with. Like, if you got a little fuck around, send him this video. And he'll be the antagonist in the video. Just watch this. My wife sent me this with the caption, this is you, underneath it. And I almost cried, but I didn't because the video is about being a man. (laughs) Because there's nice guys and there's good men. Like, nice guys are passive-aggressive, emotional, no core values, backstabbing, um, not great husbands, not protectors and providers. And then good men are savage servants, confident, capable men who will stand in the gap uh, and be ferocious 
but who will come home to their kids, lay down and let their kids crawl all over them. Sometimes the universe just tells you that you're doing things right. And that's all we need sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's easy to get fucking tricked up here. It's easy for us to tell ourselves that we're not doing great or that we're not reaching our potential. But every now and then, the universe slash the people in your life reminds you that, hey, you're right where you've always wanted to be. Maybe not across the board. Maybe you're behind on some bills. Maybe you got some cloudy stress over the top of you. Maybe the weight of your responsibility is a lot. But if you didn't have those things, the people in your life that see you for who you are wouldn't see you as that. So which way do you want the graph to skew? Do you want easy and cushiony? Maybe a little bit sloppy, maybe a little bit lazy, but the and it's nice and cozy comfy up here but the people in your life see you as that see you as a cushy cozy comfy lazy person or do you want the stress to be a little bit ramped up do you want the stress and responsibilities and everything to get kind of piled on but as they pile on a sense of pride comes along with it if you answer to those responsibilities aggressively and take them head on the people in your life are going to view you a little bit higher on that graph that graph that column on the graph is going to be a little bit taller and every now and then we just need to get reminded that we all want to be something specific in our heart and the only way you turn into the person you want to be is by taking on things that are difficult and hard and stressful and answering to that stress, not caving under that stress, right? But dude, my wife sent me that shit, and I was like, girl, you're going to fuck around and make me uphold to my fucking vows that I made with you back in 2016, and just fucking till death do us part. You keep sending me shit like that, it's not going to be till death do us part. I'm going to find your bitch ass in the afterlife, and we're going to ride this shit out till the wheels fall off, you know? We already had life scheduled out. Life is scheduled. But the till death do us part shit never had left a good taste in my mouth because I ain't leaving your ass. I go, you go. Because no one's been through what we've been through together. With me, individually, that sounded super That sounded super arrogant. I meant no one in my life has gone through what that woman has gone through with me. Why would I trade that in when she has also given me everything that I've ever wanted? Never will. Never would, never will. And then she sends me that shit with this is you. So now I get an image in my brain of how my wife sees me. And it's the only thing I've ever wanted to be viewed as. Fucking forget it. I wipe my hands of this. Now, did I see myself as a saucy salesman who has to rub elbows with fucking Richie Riches and talk about fucking Rolexes and shit? Absolutely not. But the people in the company that view me as a perfect fit for where I'm at because of who I am and my work ethic, that's what I've always wanted. So just remember, it just keeps getting better. And we're going to keep dancing on that bridge till the stars come home. <laughs> now I'm going to lean forward on this shit because we have, we have a little bit of fun. We have a little bit of fun. 
I had a submission from one of the Cubs, okay? Sid sent this shit in, and she was like, I would appreciate a commentary on this. And I went, got it, <laughs> okay? Got it. Now, okay, <laughs> based off of the still that you have to click on to actually go to the video, I'm going to have plenty to talk about. Now, I feel like I may have watched a video when I was just randomly scrolling through TikTok because it's like the only one person on the planet does this, and it's this guy. So this got sent in by a cub, and we're going to check this out real fast. Now, if we just take a look at the still real fast, we're in a gym, okay? And from what you can see in frame, I mean, you got a relatively beefy dude, you know, who's just got the tats on, and he's all dark-haired, that <laughs> dark-haired, like... He's tall, dark, and handsome. He's got the dark hair. He's got the eyebrows that you can see, unlike your man's. And he's got the ink. Just And he's got a leg tattoo. He's got like his calf sleeve going on. And the thing about the calf sleeve is it's peeking out over the top of Ugg boots in the gym. Now, I mean, obviously that's number one. We haven't even started the video. That's number one. My man's is wearing Ugg boots. In the gym, and that's fine, dude. That's fine. You, Hey, you know what you're doing? You're cheer up, babin, at the fucking gym. Because you're keeping it so cozy comfy. You know what he's not hitting today? Squats, obviously. Because if he did, psychopath. Don't ever squat in Uggs. But if you're just going to beach body it, slap your girlfriend's Uggs on. Now, if they're his Uggs, I miss 2014 just as much as the next guy. You know, I remember 2009. I remember my girlfriend that I lost my virginity to had six pairs. I remember all of that shit, buddy. But if I'm being 100% honest with you, as a fellow man, I didn't realize that Uggs were a fucking thing anymore. And they're the classics, okay? They're the all browns. So from the mid-shin up, normal workout guy, from the mid-shin down every girl in the fall in 2013. Okay, cool. Now, we've set the baseline. Let's see what happens. Trying to fill my set in a new gym. And then this happened. Okay, now. Okay, so, so far he's just getting into position on the, on the uh, bench here. And why the fuck is this music the music? You know, where's the quinceanera? You know, I hate TikTok, all right? Can I just say that for everybody? Hate it. I actually did a crazy thing this week where I looked at like the bet. You can look at how much time you spend on every app if you go to the battery settings in your iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, <laughs> get out of here. I'm a, I'm a little Apple bitch, apparently. I didn't even think that this would ever happen, but it happened. But on your iPhone, if you go to the battery settings, you can click by time or something like that, and it shows you how much time you've spent on every single app. And for the last 10 days, my time on TikTok was one minute. You want to know why? Because it's poisonous, you know? And you can only consume poison for so long. Now, what I'll do is I'll hop on. I'll make a video. I'll go boom, boom, boom. I'll get 15 more listeners to the podcast. And then I'm back off the app because that's what I do. I use and abuse the systems, you know? Because the way I want people to see me is a guy that cares about his family, that holds it down, that provides decent content in a relatively entertaining podcast, not as a <clears throat> TikToker, okay? Going to be 30 soon. So anyway, so this guy is 
at the gym slash quinceanera. He's got the Ugg boots on. He's sitting on a bench. He's got a big dumbbell. He's only got one of them. Let's see what happens. I would just like to say, as a fellow gym bro, he's getting in position. He's doing that reverse plank. All right? He's got his back on the bench. His feet are far out in front of the bench, and he has turned his body into a table. Why? Because he's going to be doing some tricep extensions. Now, the beautiful thing about this movement is it also hyper-engages the lats, so you're getting a little double whammy. You get the lats with the triceps. If you're talking beach season, this is what it's all about. So kudos to Ugg Booter. Kudos to 2013 Kaylee, spelled K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H, for hitting a really good upper body exercise with good form. I will say that. So home slice, tall, dark, and handsome Kaylee is just so far so good. A new person has entered the chat. Okay, now you can already see what's going to fucking happen here. All right. So we got a girl with a bob haircut like she's 49 years old or it's 2013. I think this video was taken in 2013. But it wasn't because it's on TikTok. But new girl has entered the chat. We got homegirl in the A6 shoes, which is actually brownie points for me. She's got the A6 runners on. I dig A6. In the booty shorts and sports bra with the bob haircut like she's on The Incredibles. And from where we're looking right now, her ass is in direct line with his face. Now, considering this is a viral video... You can assume what's going to happen next. She's holding a dumbbell to her chest. What she's not going to do is press it overhead. What she's going to do, based off the booty shorts, is she's going to smash that gluteus maximus. Now, based off of the body positioning, there it is. I mean, just crack to nose. You know what I mean? Homeboy was reverse planked out, back on the bench, head hanging off one side of the bench. Homegirl got in position, and she just took a quick seat. Now, the reaction made me feel like it was staged. The reaction made me feel like it was staged, but also at the same time, when I think about it, I would have probably reacted the same fucking way. Homeboy dropped the dumbbell to his chest and just sat his butt down, no more need to reverse table plank and hit those lats when you just got a big old whiff, you know? They say that attraction is 80% scent. Like if you if you like the way that you're significant other smells you're locked in but if you think that someone is the hottest person on the planet and you love their personality but then you smell them and the chemicals don't line up with your brain guess what you don't want to be with that person anymore so all she did was giving him a sample run like they were two dosh hounds at a dog park that's all she was doing because if he got a whiff and he was in guess what that's a match made in heaven you know she saw him over there he's probably six one six two with some meat on his bones wearing Ugg boots, and she goes, I like Kaylee's vibe. This is me shooting my shot. And if we circle back in the video, we can see what her shooting her shot consisted of. <music> Baby Gorgeous, shoot your shot. Now, what I don't like is that she ran away. What she should have done was laugh and return to her seats. You know, hey, intermission is over. Act one of the play was real qu speedy quick. Act one of the play was, oh, like I said, it was a taste tester. 
Okay, intermission is over. Chuckle about it. Return to your seats. Because I don't see a world where you didn't know he was there. I I don't see a world where you don't see that he was there. Let's let's watch the whole thing one more time, and you make the call. Did she know he was there? Was she shooting her shot? Should she end the intermission and return to her seats? Because you can't just leave the play before Act Two even starts. Trying to film my set in a new gym, and then this happened. She knew what she was doing, dude. She was just giving him a little taste tester. That's a if he if he enjoys it. <laughs> Match made in heaven, you know. Kids, this is how I met your mother. So I was in the gym wearing my UGG boots like your dad does, and I was doing some laying down tricep extensions because it hits the lats and the triceps. And I had my eyes closed because I was getting myself into position and I was making sure I kept my core tense so I did not get an athletic hernia and while I was getting into position to do my first set your mom came over and she sat on my face and I got one whiff and I went I have to put my dick in there <laughs> okay go to bed you know that's what's gonna happen this is how that's how this whole story is gonna fucking play out I guarantee it I guarantee it I'm calling it right now also also another cub let me know hey all charges were dropped against Ricky Martin. We don't have to lose the sound drop. How great is that? Now, do I think that there's going to be a documentary about this one day? Because it's going to turn out that the nephew pressed charges and said that he was in a relationship with his uncle. Gross. And then before they went to court, the nephew got some phone calls that said, if you do this, we're going to put you in a hole somewhere. And so he said, I made it up and I dropped the charges. And now Ricky Martin is safe and free. And in an interview where they talked about what does he want to do now? He said, I just me and my family just have to spend time to heal. And the only way that I know how to heal is through music. I can't wait to return to the stage. OK, obviously not that fucking affected by it. Right. But this has two outcomes. Outcome one. Nephew has severe mental issues and made up the most outlandish lie ever. I mean, who in their right mind goes, I'm going to sue my uncle. And what I'm going to sue him for is I'm going to tell people we were fucking. Okay. You, you for multiple reasons, you, A, if it's a lie, why would you pick that story because you don't look good either, okay? That's the thing that throws me off about it. So obviously, if it is a lie, severe mental issues. Didn't think that one out. Maybe come up with a better plan like he hit you once, you know, something along those lines. Probably would have got a faster payout and it wouldn't have been a whole fucking deal. Or B, it's the truth and he got threatened to not do anything, you know? Ultimately, though, if you're Ricky Martin right now, I mean. He's got to be wore out, right? He, homie's got to be just fucking tired. That was a long few days on Twitter, I'm sure. <laughs> 
And on the off chance that we run into some sort of incest story on an unqualified dad advice, we are definitely going to still use the sound drop. It's going to be that sound drop. It's going to be that sound drop. And we're going to know what it means, even if all allegations are false. Which, as of right now, they are. Thank God Ricky Martin can return to the stage and heal. <laughs> but all right, babe. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. We have we have some actual unqualified dad advice from Cubs today. I mean, the unqualified dad advice subreddit just pippity-popped after last week. And when I say pippity-popped, I mean we got two submissions. And I'm so stoked about that because I can't tell you how excited I get when I get to actually respond to advice from listeners of the podcast like that it makes it actually cool for me and not just some sort of joke that we kind of do like like yeah when we're on the just the advice section on reddit sometimes it gets serious because sometimes those topics those random topics we stumble upon can be serious and there's no really room for jokes you know but when it's an actual cub i'm like oh this is a person that's going to hear this and wants to know if I can actually help in a situation. I mean, first of all, who the fuck do you think I am? You know? Second of all, thanks. Holy shit. This podcast is wild. I got the fucking coolest listeners on the fucking planet that listen to this podcast. That's point blank. End of story. People that listen to this podcast, the Cubs, are the fucking coolest. Now, eventually, we will hit a point where we get too big for our britches, and then there will be haters, and guess what? We're going to bring them into the den and hog tie them, and we're going to force them to like it. Okay. Now, the first submission, the handle on this cub is loudsummer7070. Okay. Not bad, not good. You know, nothing, no really commentary about that name. So, loudsummer7070, nice and safe. Title is, are you getting comfortable or just tripping the fuck out? Now, the title sounds like you're ask, you're talking to me, okay? Now, I do both things simultaneously, you know? I get real cozy comfy, and I also trip the fuck out. You just described every single episode of this show, but I know that this isn't about me. This is about you, so the question is actually you asking yourself. Let's dive in. Hello, Papa Bear and Bear Cubs. I mean... I'm all for the formalities, just from the jump. This is my first time opening up about anything, quote, personal about my life, but I'm with the shits, so hear me out, please. I mean, hey, if you're with the shits, you're in the right fucking place. And also, thank you for opening up to me. Fucking awesome. I am in a relationship with a dope, intelligent, hunky man earlier this month. First of all, shout outs, shout outs, holding it down for your man. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop sec segmenting. I'm going to stop having a commentary after every single line. I'm sorry. We got it. We got to actually read this. I am in a relationship with a dope, intelligent, hunky man. Earlier this month, we hit a milestone mark, the first anniversary. It was amazing. And we got a little tipsy and had fun. <laughs> we know what that means. Fast forward to now, I have moved in with him to his place and was scared shitless taking that step. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, asterisk. Last time I did, everything went to shit with an ex and I ended up traumatized. Mm-hmm. I am living with him and we are figuring out how to co-inhabit with each other and creating our niche routine. It's been a process to say the least. He is the kind of guy who likes to make sure everything is working. Everyone is okay, including his parents, nieces, nephews, and friends. I love that about him. 
He likes to have a routine, cooking, gym time, and decompress time. Nice. We share that in common, but I am more introverted than he is. I cannot tell you how much sleeping and staying home sometimes is my go-to comfort. <laughs> yeah. He had a party guy slash music festival persona in the past and occasionally enjoys going out with the guys to a bar and go over to his cousin's house and watch sports crack open a cold one. I mean, babe, I gotta say, your verbiage, you sound cool as shit. All right. With your vernaculars that you're throwing out there. I mean, you're with the shits. Your man's is hunky and cracking open a cold one. I like the way you talk or write, whatever. Sorry about the background story, but I felt it would help paint a picture of where we are in our relationship. You don't have to apologize. Background is important. How many times have I said, Jesus Christ, I need more context to this. So here we are now. We have disagreements here and there, but we never stay mad enough at each other to create a divide between us, and we make up. Our relationship feels off. I felt it creep up behind me like a bug crawling up your back, and it has been on my mind a lot recently. Author, our sex life has dwindled, and we are not jumping bones like we used to, as in a few times a day. Y'all were fucking a few times a day? Y'all were getting it done 21 times a week minimum no wonder your pastime is sleeping girl you have to rest up <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's get into the actual let's do it so your sex wife has d dwindled and we are not jumping bones like we used to as in a few times a day i have brought up the concerns to the significant other slash man's nice and he feels that this is happening due to two reasons a we work five days a week and work eight hours a day. B, we would spend time with each other every weekend but not weekdays. So I'm getting to know him on the Monday-Friday grind version of himself and we are getting to know each other. My question to you, Papa Bear, as a man slash husband slash provider is this. Should I be concerned? Is this in my head or should I be addressing this in a different way? Now you have asterisk on asterisk here. Which, if it furthers the context, we're going to read it. Okay? We have, we have the question. The question is, as a man, is this something to be concerned about, like from my perspective? Okay, but let's read these asterisks. Let's get a little bit more backstory. I just heard the new episode, and it offered me an insight on how to possibly deal with the situation, but I don't think the unqualified dad advice really helps me out because we do not have kids or are engaged. We do have a plant that we adopted and are taking care of to see how we would fit as parents one day. Okay? Real quick. Not the same thing. But I like where your heart's at. Other asterisk, my anxiety is stemming from a past relationship that really fucked with my head for many reasons. But let's say the X slash wrinkled waste of membrane, I mean, babe, the verbiage, would keep me at arm's length of his life and always had a hundred reason, hundred reasons on why he kept fucking up, flirting with other girls, preferring to hang out with his friends and using the silent treatment whenever he would accuse me of being too needy, invading his privacy and not fully committing to me as I did with him. I was there for this man and gave a thousand percent of myself and loved him for many years, only for him to get tired of my shit and leave me a few years after I lost my grandma and fell into a deep depression and super low self-esteem. Okay. Anywho, my new man in my life is sweet, sensitive, loving, protective. I, was always, I will always feel like I can count on him, and he is calm in stressful situations where I'm losing my shit and reassures me he loves me, but he is not the most romantic man. Romantic dates slash corny is a little out of his comfort zone, but he has made strides to do little things for me when I have asked him. I am a hopeless romantic who loves to spoil people 
around me by being there and making them feel special. And I still write handwritten notes any occasion I get. I am just scared we are getting way too comfortable with each other. And we have only just moved in together. And I do not want us to become roommates that occasionally jump bones only after you make an appointment. Please help. So sorry for the super long post. I am a talker. (laughs) You're fine. And finally accepted. I just have a lot to say. What is your best advice on this situation? Have we hit a snag or is this all in my head? Thankful for any advice you offer. Witty remarks encouraged. Episodes are getting better and better. It keeps getting better and better, dude. Episodes are getting better and better as time goes. I definitely feel like I am part of something nice and meaningful every single time I tune in. And you are the best hands down, Papa Bear. Wow. Okay. Sending all good vibes and mushiness to the family and love hearing about the queens in your life are doing great. Signed, fellow cub. Okay, so fucking humbling at the end there. Oh my God. Um, Okay, let's break this the fuck down. A, witty comment. Long as all fucking get out, start a podcast. Okay, I mean, the verbiage that you use, the way that you phrase things, start a fucking podcast. Okay, let's talk about this. Two things that we're going to cover. A, and you know this, but sometimes it helps to hear, your man is not your ex. Signs that your ex would show that eventually led to a traumatizing ending of the relationship is not the same thing as your new man. You can never mirror your new man with your old man because that's not fair to your new man. If all he is is loving and supportive and pulls you out of dark times, he doesn't deserve to ever be mirrored, okay? I know it's hard to let that go because you've been stung in the past, but what will happen, I guarantee it, is if you try to look at him through the lens of your past relationships, or not try, if you do that, even in a little bit of capacity, you will burn your own bridge. So always remind yourself that This man is this man for what he is and what he has shown me. Okay? Two, the sex thing. It is not necessarily a bad sign because there are different reasons for why this happens. A, comfortability. You guys have been together for a year and you moved in together. Now, a year is a very, very short amount of time. Every relationship has a honeymoon phase, okay? But a true relationship is a lot fucking deeper than I want to fuck you three times a day. What you got to look at is the gaps in between the fucking. (laughs) Do you enjoy being around each other? Does he make you feel safe? Can you tell that he enjoys being around you? Are you happy together? So if you're not having sex all the time, but you want to still be together, like you still enjoy being around each other, That's the important part, okay? The fucking three times a day shit, no one can fucking maintain that over a fucking really long relationship unless you're an absolute nymphomaniac, at which case, cool. I mean, do your fucking thing, good for you. And I think he nailed it on the head with, yeah, we're going to fuck each other three times a day if I see you on weekends. Like, I'm craving that shit all week. Because, like he said, Monday the fr- Monday through Friday, you're grinding. And also, I particularly don't view sex as like an escape. It's like, I don't want to come home after a super duper long, hard-fought, stressful day and then just fucking knock some boots for a while. I want 
to come home to a little bit of comfort. I want to come home to happiness and enjoyment and finish my day spending some time with the person that I love, not just trying to detach for lustful reasons. Does that make sense? Now, if you are the person like, hey, kudos to you if you're the person that you get home every single day and you have enough energy to just fucking, hey, take your clothes off. I'm going to suck your dick. Okay, cool. Kudos to you. That's great. But I don't think that uh, decline in the amount of times you have sex is necessarily a bad sign for the relationship. I think it's natural. We get comfortable with each other. The relationship grows into something bigger. Okay. Now, the thing you got to pay attention to is those in-between moments. Not analyzing the situation when you're in the situation, but maybe reflecting back and just being like, I just love hanging around that guy. (laughs) You know, like, I just love when we're just chilling on the couch watching a movie. I just love that. But don't do this game. Don't do the while you're sitting on the couch watching a movie. Uh, is he enjoying himself? Oh, God, I hope that he's enjoying himself. Do you think that he still likes me? Don't play that game, okay? We don't have time for that shit. Fucking, I would say 10 times out of 10 times, we're watching the movie with our girl, all right? It's not, there's no bigger picture there with that. And moving in is a hard step. You have a lot to figure out. You are sharing a space with a person, which is essentially sharing your life with this person. Okay. And it's a hard, it's a, it's a hard road to travel. Just be open and honest with each other about certain things. And one thing that I did want to cover that you actually didn't ask about is the way that he shows affection. Just like I said about the mirroring of the ex-boyfriend, don't also mirror him with yourself because the ways that you like to show love and affection are not the ways that he likes to show love and affection. So when he doesn't show love and affection to you in the ways that you like to do it, it's not a sign that he doesn't love you as much as you love him. Perfect example, me and my wife, Jordan, is gifts and uh, actions. Like that's... That's how she wants to receive love. And I am all words, like words of affirmation. I could give a fuck if you buy me something. I could give a fuck if you do a little, like something nice for me, like a gift or give me, like I could care less about that. But if you verbally validate me in something that I did, that's all I fucking need. All right. And we know that about each other. So all you got to do is see the ways that he likes to show love. And appreciate those just as strong as you hope that people appreciate the big, you know, over-the-top romantic gestures that you like to give. But your question is not about the sex. It's about the in-between moments. Okay? I, I know that was kind of spread out across the board. Um, but I hoped that helped. And genuinely, I would say to you to not get too wrapped up in your own head about what could this mean, what could this mean. Enjoy each individual day with him. Enjoy each individual day for what it is. You get to come home from work, take care of your plant, and spend time with a man who loves you for who you are and makes you feel safe. Okay? I hope that helped. And also start a fucking podcast. And the name of the podcast will be Water Your Plants Three Times a Day. <laughs> Stupid joke. <laughs> All right, another, another submission from a cub. Name on this one is Slow Commotion. I mean, clever. It's clever, like locomotion. But it's slow. 
slow commotion, you know. I equal parts love it, equal parts hate it. The title is, When Am I Supposed to Feel Like an Adult? Which is a great fucking question. As the title says, When Am I Supposed to Feel Like an Adult? Does anyone truly feel like an adult? I'm 22, not then. I'll tell you right now before I read the rest of this, hey, not fucking then, okay? I'm 22, so I understand that I'm young, but I pay my own bills, live alone, own my own place. It's not a house, though, and I have a full-time job. I'm finishing up college, so maybe that's contributing to my feelings. I also have two dogs that some people would probably say teach me responsibility. I just feel like a kid with money. Not a lot of money, still living paycheck to paycheck, but at least I have a legitimate paycheck. Am I supposed to feel like more of an adult? Am I doing something wrong? What does being an adult even feel like? Here's the secret on this one. Adulthood is going to happen to you regardless. Stay young. And what I mean by stay young is stay joyful and happy in your soul. Because if you think about an adult who just has it fucking figured out, it's stifling and it can be boring. All right. Now, here's another little secret. All of us are just trying to figure it out every single day and I think that that happens forever because one thing that is a guarantee about life is new things will come across the board all the fucking time new things that we haven't experienced that we have to figure out how to manage will come across the board all the fucking time until we die at least where I'm at in my life that's how it feels I think the switch that happened for me when I felt like I'm this is this is adulthood is when i genuinely loved and cared about something more than myself that was my switch and that was my babies the second that i came to the realization of like my world does not revolve around me anymore my world revolves around these two little creatures and suddenly everything in my brain went from how can I do the coolest and best thing for me to how can I do the coolest and best thing for them that's when I felt the emotion of oh this is adulthood but one thing that I'm never going to let go of is my personality and my willingness to be fucking silly because that's fun to me. This is fun to me. Being this person is fun. Adulthood is going to happen regardless. Make yourself proud of who you are. Make yourself proud of who you are by attacking responsibilities head on. By all rights and purposes, right now, you are doing everything great. You're graduating. You're like College is wrapping up for you. You own a house or a, you know, it's not a house like you said in parentheses, but You have responsibilities and you're taking care of your responsibilities. Expand on that. Try to become the best version of yourself. Push yourself a little bit harder and then tackle those things head on. Make yourself proud. Make the people who are around you see you as this version on the graph because adulthood is going to be there regardless because we're all just trying to figure it out. We're all just trying to make ourselves proud. We're all just trying to make the people in our lives proud. And that is all, that's all life is. It's not child versus adult. That's life. Don't overthink it. You're doing a great fucking job. Slow commotion. Okay. Thank you for writing in. I hope that helped.
and sweet baby angel princess baby gorgeous faces that is episode 68 of cheer up babe the podcast thank you for listening please subscribe to the youtube channel hit that like button blah 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 fucking masturbation motion with my hand for the audio listeners shoot it review the podcast okay (laughs) uh new merch is coming uh i have the test prints on the way don't know why they're taking so fucking long it's kind of a problem in my eyes but got two different test prints on the way we're gonna have a new merch drop it is gonna be the fucking coolest shirt and yeah so keep an eye out for that if you would like to submit your own unqualified dad advice go to reddit.com forward slash unqualified dad advice hit enter and type some shit up i'll see if i can help you out thank you for listening you guys are the coolest fucking listeners and supporters of this podcast i appreciate it so much cubs go out there don't be a bummer and cheer up babe